Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the replay from Sunday Night's Live call-in show where Scotty G joined me from up in Michigan, and we took your calls, and we talked a little bit about the Be Our Guest podcast cruise that is coming up on the Disney Wish in less than 60 days at this point. We're sailing from July 3rd to the 7th. We talked about some pre- and post-cruise uh, plans that we're having as far as where we're going to stay. I'm going to stay at the Coronado Springs Resort in the Grand Estino Tower and the Grand Floridian Resort post-cruise. We're talking about some possible ADRs we might want to schedule. The excitement around a Disney vacation when it gets to be about two months out. We get this each and every time, and I bet you do as a Disney fan as well. We get some great calls about taking toddlers and infants down to Walt Disney World, talking uh, playgrounds and places where kids can burn off some energy inside the Walt Disney World theme parks. We talk about Fantasmic, and if you can go back into the park after the first show at Disney's Hollywood Studios, we also talk about getting a great call about a group of 11 going down to celebrate a 50th birthday party, going to Trader Sam's, and having a great time at Walt Disney World this coming weekend. Many great calls and fun Disney talk coming your way on today's show. As always, don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by themagicforless.com, fill out a free, no obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away. And we'll be helping you plan that Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip right now. And the best part, no cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, May 7th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night to you. Hope you had a great weekend here, the first full weekend of May, which in my old hometown of Florissant, Missouri, where I grew up, this is the Valley of Flowers weekend where everybody comes back home. We have a big festival. We have rides on the, today on the first full Sunday of May. We have a big parade. I didn't go to it this year. I know it's sad. Ricky and I would go to it every year growing up, but it is Valley of Flowers for all those who celebrate in Florissant. Hope you had a great festival, but, uh, yeah, and hope everybody else is doing well this great uh, first weekend of May. But we're going to talk Disney over the next hour. And if you're with us here on Thursday, we've almost made it to another weekend. So hang in there and let's have some fun talking Disney. So joining me today, it's your friend and mine from up in the mitten, Michigan State Country, Lansing. We have Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Happy to be here as always. Big weekend here, too. Like there's something about that first weekend in May, right? Sometimes it's Mother's Day, but usually you're going to have Michigan State graduation proms are going on so because the weather is finally turning in michigan when you hit this time so big weekend big weekend for our br guest lizard running team too lots of great races all over the country um so as you know i mean mike the group is like 2700 people deep there's too many people to like give a shout out for everyone but i am going to give a special shout out to jody who crushed a pr today and what looked like the rainiest, wettest race I've ever seen at the Flying Pig. I was going to ask you about that because I didn't see an update on that, but I did notice this morning as I was walking, because on Sundays I just walk. That's my, I, I run on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've, I've kind of learned, give the knees some time off. I walk three days a week now instead of running every day like an idiot. And so I, I noticed that people were debating on Twitter, as that's what Twitter is, debating complaining that they were sending people out for the flying pig and they were putting screenshots of the radar and it looked like this big line of storms was moving in and i know that we have lots of folks out that way that do the flying pig big jody i know that she hosts a ton of people that go out that way yeah. i know laurie does it a lot of times and so i didn't know what the situation was i knew they were sending people out but i didn't know if like ah they changed their mind but apparently 
people did and, and they sent them out. They I saw out. a photo, Mike, like over by like a Circle K, like gas station <laughs> thing that had to have like two feet of water. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but it had a ton of water. Um, I have a big shout out to them. I know Brooke, who's normally on on Sundays, like she crushed a, a half marathon today. So many lizards. I mean, I got to do that race. I feel like I'm I'm a five hour drive from Cincinnati, so maybe next year I'm going to go out and do it. But uh, looks like a lot of fun and. There's races in Pittsburgh, all over the place. So congratulations to our to all the BR guest lizards for crushing it this weekend. Yeah, I've always one. It, it's got a cool name, right? The flying pig. I mean, that's that and the bird in hand are like my two favorite. Yeah, and there's another one that, that I listen to this other podcast. These guys do every year. It's called the Wine Glass Half Marathon, oh, which I just think okay. is, I don't know. Yeah, it just sounds kind of like cool. That. But um, th- yeah, those are the three right there just by names. I want to try them someday. But my grandpa grew up, my grandma, grandpa grew up right across the river from uh, Cincinnati, which is that one's in Cincinnati, right? Is that? that right, yep. The flying pig is kind of, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah, right there, like on the border of like Ohio and Kentucky. Yeah. And that's, and that's where my grandpa grew up in Ashland, Kentucky, which is right there at that, that little kind of confluence there of the rivers. And uh, so, yeah, I'd like to kind of, I've never seen that part of the country. So that kind of be, you know, back to my roots and run a race. We've got so many friends out that way and, uh, you know, maybe see a Reds game. I'm, I'm sure we could probably get Reds tickets. I bet yeah. you they so would I've been to Great American Ballpark. That's so my, our last, like we did a family vacation in like 2010, Labor Day weekend. We went to Cincinnati, went to the zoo. It's a great zoo, by the way. We went to the aquarium right there, like in Kentucky. I think it's like Newport. I could be wrong on that. Went to a Reds game. And we're like, dang, like we spent all this money. We could have gone to Walt Disney World. I said as a joke. And then sure enough, like a couple months later, Liz is like, okay, remember that time you said we could have gone to Walt Disney World? Well, here are the numbers. Let's go. So hey, that's kind of what triggered our first trip, actually, was a trip to Cincinnati. It works. Kind of hey, it, and as we're sending out shout outs, uh, we were talking in the pre-show. Shout out to listener Maggie up in your neck of the woods. Graduated today as we're recording from Michigan State University right there in your backyard with her master's degree from uh from Sparty U. So lots of hard yep. work in those master's degrees. And we have tons of our folks, you know, that are having kids graduating and you're graduating yourself in this uh, season of graduation. So congratulations to everybody yep. getting those degrees. So many great shout outs. We're probably going to get a call from someone that we can get a shout out to later. That's why I didn't even bother because he <laughs> tends to wrap up the show on Sundays. So we'll save that one for later, but lots of good things happening in the community. And I don't like or comment on all of them, but I want you to all know that I see them and I try to like and comment as much as I can. And it just puts a smile on my face when I, when I read those posts. I agree. For our community. I agree. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a, it's a great time of the year. You get to celebrate, you know, people putting in a lot of hard work. And I mean, you were mentioning it's prom season. Our high school here had prom the first weekend of April. Wow, Isn't that weird? It did yeah, forever that's, ago. It's really early. I know. Yeah. I, I couldn't even believe it. So anyway, it's, so let, let's talk about, um, I didn't even, I, I haven't even caught up with you about this yet. So I haven't told you where I'm staying with my family, what our plans are pre and post cruise. You don't oh, even know. Sweet. Let's hear it. I got some plans too. Okay. Yeah, so I thought we'd talk about this because we got a lot of folks that are tuned in that are going on the BR guest podcast cruise less than 60 days at this point. So it is imminent. We're making plans. Pam, Scott and I are going to be on, we're sailing on the ship. Ricky can't make it because of course she had baby Lucy. So we understand that she's. Yeah, she can't really leave her baby. I get it. And she kept saying she was right, Scott. We kept hearing this, right? And we kept saying you're not going to. I wish Vegas would have had odds on this because I would have put the mortgage on it. Like there was no way she was sailing on that ship. Right. (laughs) She kept telling us. I mean, this was before she had the baby. Like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm like, you're not going to go. You're just you're not like and we don't we don't expect you to go (laughs) like you're going to be a new mother. You're going to have a, like a three month old baby. You said, I'll leave it with my, I'll leave my, you know, Lucy with my parents. No, you won't. You're, you're the mom. Brian's not going to want to leave his daughter. So we, we totally get it, but we're going to have a good time now. So I haven't told you our plans and I, and here's the deal. I, I kind of left it up to Mallory where we're staying pre and post, but I also okay. took some other factors in. So where do you think? Mallory picked for pre uh, she, cause she did totally prick the pick the pre stay for the, and we're so, coming down in the first. Can I ask one question? Yes. Are you, you're not doing park tickets pre, right? We are not doing park tickets. We're coming in okay. on the first. So we're just going to kind of chillax for okay. just a day and a half. She picked the yacht club or beach clubs. One of those two resorts. I feel like she did not. And she what? was good to my wallet. Oh, she picked. Coronado Springs. However, she had to stay in the tower. That was her stipulation. Okay. That's fair. I like that pick. Yeah, because she likes she she really likes the dig site pool. I love the dig site pool. She yeah. loves that pool because we've stayed there a few times ever since she was like growing up. Like even when she was little, she used to like playing on that little sand playground over there. There was like a playground off to the side. 
She yeah. loved that growing up as a kid. And I think she loved the Jaguar slide. And so I think she just has nostalgia for that resort because of that, you know, just because she has memories there. And now she stayed, she stayed a couple of times during cheer in, in the Grand Estino tower. And she just thinks it's the fanciest thing ever. She, she has a thing for the elevators. Okay. Oh, those elevators are cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all she you talks know, about. I just thought though, like I selfishly, I was not your good travel agent as I normally am. Cause I made ADRs for pre-cruise last week and they didn't even think because I wasn't sure when you were coming down. Like I didn't even think about making them for like six or eight or how many. So I might have to go revisit some of those. Um, there's one though. I'm not getting rid of. I'll tell you that right well, now. We're going to have to make sure that we eat together. Cause I'm going to be expecting yeah. that. But well, I mean, unless you have like a but tomorrow the, as of the time of this recording on Sunday, tomorrow is when the post cruise ADRs can start being poked. That's where we hit 60 days. Um, so I'm going to be on logged in Monday, early Monday morning, making some more reservations. So if there's something you want, you better tell me. Okay. Well, I, I'm fine with anything, but remember I'll have, I don't know if Paige is going to be with us post cruise. She will be with us pre cruise. It'll be the four of us. So that'd okay. be cool. But she has to go back to work, but after the yeah. cruise, but here's the thing, post cruise grand Floridian. We're there with you guys. How about that? What? Know, Are you kidding? That? And we're going to, we're going to, I think just go to three parks. We're going to get three day tickets. And I think we're going to go to Typhoon Lagoon for, to, to the H2O party. I think there's the plan. Jaw dropped. I'm saying I was not expecting that one. There you go. Holy cow. That's man. the it's plan. Awesome. So I think okay. we're going to stay till the 10th. So we're going to do the seventh in the parks, the eighth, go to the H2O glow party, the ninth, and then we're flying home like in the evening of the 10th. So that's kind of our plan. Yeah, Monday. I, I think I think we fly home on the 10th as well, kind of late. I think we're doing three nights, three on the front, three on the back. Yeah, because Mallory has to start camp on the 12th, and so we wanted to get her home like one day before mandatory camp. So Whatever that, that Monday is is when we fly home, which I think is the 10th. You know, you got to love this live research. Yep, Monday the 10th is when we fly home, so three nights. That's all. Dude, that, that's, that's going to be some epic pool time or yeah, whatever. You know, Because like, Pam Forrester's staying there too. Who? Pam's staying at the Grand too at post cruise. Oh, I, oh, dude. <laughs> we're gonna do like a live show from the like Havana. Awesome. At the, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. No, I, I just thought you know we lead with this rooms. on the sh- like those rooms just look so awesome to me. I'm just I know there's like some construction happening on going on right now, but that doesn't bother me too much. And it's normally it normally doesn't interfere with our trip. So I'm excited to check it out, check out the new rooms, and like boom, we're right there by the Magic Kingdom. So yeah, awesome. exactly, exactly. And, and the thing is, you know. It, it's three nights. So this is an opportunity for us to stay at the grant. I got a, I got a really good deal on these rooms with that annual pass discount. I mean, they're still expensive. Don't get me wrong, but they're right. three nights. I'm not like, you know, a lot of times I'll go for seven nights. There's no way I could afford the grand Floridian for seven nights for three yeah. nights. Yeah. I like the way you still, broke it up. Yeah. You know, and that's why I stayed at Coronado instead of a yacht yeah. and a beach on the front end. Right. It was a compromise. Cause I got a good deal on a standard view tower room it wasn't much more than a pop century. Uh, honestly, it was a good yeah. deal on an annual pass Dude. discount. When I when I took, because I, I did crunch the numbers, that's what I do. And I looked at the overall kind of like what I could kind of budget. And when I put them together, I was like, well, if this would have been like a yacht club, like on both ends, yeah. this is actually cheaper to do Coronado and Grand. It makes sense to me. I love it. So you're going to go from the Coronado, have fun, use to the dick side, go to Maya Grill. Maya Grill launched a new menu on Cinco de Mayo, I, actually. Yeah, I saw that, but the fajitas <laughs> yeah. are still there. <laughs> the fajitas were still there. They had like this new thing for like two or four people, too. That kind of intrigued me. But um, yeah, and then you do the cruise for four nights, and then you're going to go to Grand Floridian for three. Dude, that is an epic trip. That's up there with Disneyland last year. I mean, it's equally, I mean, they're different, but they're equally awesome. Basically. Yeah, and I'm just excited that we get to hang out with our listeners, right? Because we'll see listeners before the cruise at Walt Disney World. Hopefully, so we'll run into some folks. And then, of course, the ship. We're going to have so many friends sailing with us for four days. We're going to do all kinds of activities on the ship. And then afterwards, still, you know, some of these folks are going to follow us over to Walt Disney World. We'll probably go to the Typhoon Lagoon party a bunch of us. We'll, you know, go hit around the parks and yeah. just, uh, you know, have a have basically a week's worth of fun together. And it, it's just going to be a good time. And, you know... I'm just glad that we get to vacation together and not have a race, you know, because a lot of times we do a race, but it's always right. getting up at two 30 in the morning running and we're just so tired, you know, and this, this way we can vacation and just have fun. Yeah. That's what Elizabeth always says. That's why I'm like trying to cut back on my run Disney, even though I ended up signing up for Disneyland and the marathon weekend again, but it, those re- those weekends don't feel like a family. And, you know, I know you go solo, so it's a little better there, but like, you know, Elizabeth comes to me, Emily comes a lot. So it's like, 
it's not it's not a family vacation really like the the eating schedule is thrown off you're waking up super early you're going to bed early so you you hit you hit the nail on the head right there it's going to be a perfect relaxing family vacation with you know all the listeners our friends like I, I just can't wait for it i'm actually like really this conversation has got me even more psyched than i already was i am too because some of our best times have been just you know hanging out you know we've hung out at saratoga springs you taught me how to play cribbage i never played that game in my uh, life you know and i mean you don't think about going to walt disney world and saying you know some of my best times have been hanging with my bud playing cribbage or learning how to play a board game but it is i mean that's cool that's, that's side games the, i can already like see it right now or even on the ship we'll be playing like card games and then listeners can come in and like play like that's gonna be awesome like and that's something just to throw it out there like a psa so me mike and pam are kind of working on some activities right like we're gonna have a call maybe this week to kind of like iron out some fun things we can do so hopefully we'll get that out soon enough to the group and on the facebook page too so that People can start planning. No matter what, though, it's going to be awesome. There's always going to be someone to talk to, something to do, and I can't wait. Yep. We're going to have an ask me anything kind of thing for the listeners that are on with us on the ship. So be ready for that. Have a good question so you can ask us because that's going to be the time we can do that. We'll record it for a future podcast episode. So we'll have that. So uh, it's going to be one of the things we can do. That will be over pizza or ice cream after the show's late one night. So that's that's one of the activities we are going to have planned. Pam, Scott, and I, you can ask us anything, and we'll give you the straight answer. And it'll be after a full night of eating and dancing and everything else. It'll so be after all. a full night of old-fashioned. Uh, <laughs> well, the good news is the old-fashioned tasty, I think, is one of the last things we do it on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's like the but last I've got thing. bourbon booked. i got beer <laughs> booked. So in yeah. And maybe Shorty, our favorite bartender, will be on the ship. Who knows? Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, but so speaking of the ship, though, I'm excited about the 25th anniversary stuff. So that launched this week. You got to see like the new costumes on the Wish, like the daisy, like blue. Like I love that blue and white kind of color. And then some sailings are going to have the special fireworks. I don't know if ours will. Like I, you would think they would be in over Fourth of July. And that's what we've been saying here at the house. Because again, once you that's one of the things I want to bring up tonight is that when you get into this window where you're like within two months of either a Walt Disney World, Disneyland cruise, whatever it is, you know where you're finally like when you're you know six months out, it's still so far away. Yeah, you talk about it. But it's still ah, it, it's still kind of a dream, even though it's on the books, you put down your deposit. It's still so far away. You know, at this point, you're starting to really think logistics, right? We're starting to think like, OK, what do we got to do with Riley? Because all four of us are going like you got to start thinking about things. So yeah. it starts to become real. And you're right. So we were having this conversation just last night. Like, do we get these bonus fireworks? And we said we have to. It's the 4th of July cruise. So I would assume we will. I mean, come on. I, I would assume we will, too. But I, I wish they could just like publish it. Like, why can't they just say like, these are the nights and like, there could be a cancellation because anything can happen, right? There could be like high winds or whatever yeah, yeah. that can always impact the fireworks, but you could at least like have it like plan like yet yeah, on the sailing. We're expecting to do them. Like that would just be nice to have. Right. Right. And then you can plan your night around it. Cause like, what if that's the night I'm doing a pure beer tasting? I might rather do the fireworks instead of doing the beer tasting who knows right i know it's one of those things you know when you try to come up with the here's and this is a piece of advice we have not given on the podcast yet for those folks that have never sailed and i think you just brought up a good point scott kind of indirectly is i think some of our first time cruisers are trying to solve like the perfect rubik's cube when it comes to a cruise you know like i want to make sure that i make my remy reservation for this night you're not remy but you know with my adult dining for this night i make sure that I do a tasting on this night and it's only a four night cruise and you're trying to plug and I understand that, right? These cruises are super expensive and you want to get everything you can out of them. But here's the thing. You're not going to get to do every single thing and everything's not going to like work into a perfect puzzle where you can like have everything fall into. Well, I don't want to miss dining with Anna and Elsa in that, in that dining room or do the Marvel experience, but still do adult dining and, you know, have this and have that tasting and go to that show and, you will miss a couple things. Like it, it's impossible to be two places at once. But but the good news is, you're going to get to do so many cool experiences that you're you're. I don't think you're going to regret it when you get off the ship because I still there's there's things I miss because they overlap and I just you know like I'll have Palo brunch while something else is going on. But the bottom line is I went to Palo brunch, <laughs> you know. So yeah, did I miss something else? Yes, but I still had an amazing meal that I'll talk about in six months. So you got to kind of look at it that way. For sure. And, and, some, and sometimes you just got to prioritize what that is. And like, for me, if they're doing those 25, 25th anniversary fireworks, that's like a priority for me because mm -hmm. that's like a, I mean, this is the 
only only 25th anniversary they've ever had, Mike. So these are special fireworks that you don't see on every cruise. But and if you miss them, oh well, because I might be hanging out with a listener, talking about something or doing whatever, and that's actually going to be a better memory for me, just hanging out and chatting, and get to learn about people. You know, that's what I'm all about. Right. I. It, it's just going to be fun. And the thing is, being on a cruise is so relaxed. Everybody's. It's, it's just so chill. It's so nice. Except if you're like really competitive in a high intense like trivia game or something. That, right. And I, That's and the only we, time it's like not chill. And we are. And that is that is encouraged. You know, in, in a, you know, if they're giving away a medal or a, you know, a keychain or, you know, something that is worth like 73 cents. Yes. I mean, there is winners and losers. So watch out. Watch your back. What are your thoughts on merchandise? Like there's pro- I think there's some 25th anniversary line merch, right? Like do they set aside like certain amount for each sailing? Like, is that going to be like crazy? Like when it gets dropped in the park, probably. Right. See, I, I was watching. I know, some you're not a merchandise guy. I know, I, I'm but. not a merch guy, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I am, but I like the, just the generic, like black Disney cruise line stuff that says like, like you have that very cool. We both oh, have like the Nike, yeah, the, the like zip quarter up, yeah. zip, you know, that says, you know, it's got Mickey head. You got the Disney cruise line one. I'd like to get that. And I have, you know, some like hoodies and stuff that, that are that are Disney Cruise Line. I like that stuff. I will say like they've come out with that, you know, the purple stuff for the 25th. But most of the stuff that I saw, at least this past week, you know, as they dropped the initial merchandise, it almost looked like it was mostly women's stuff. You know, a lot of lounge fly bags and spirit yeah. jerseys and stuff like that. I mean, they might come around. Th- like Did you see that Bluetooth speaker that was like a. Yes, <laughs> now that is cool, but it was it, I don't have a, pool. it's a special, it's a special thing, right? I don't think they're going to always have that. that okay. That's, know. that's a great, if I had a pool, I'd be tempted because, <laughs> and I saw somebody, I think if it was Doug bathtub, I'd be tempted. I, mean, come Dude, on. I, I don't take baths. If I, if our bathtub is super small. <laughs> I've taken a bath since I was like eight. Um, but <laughs> here's the thing. But you could use that the grand Floridian bath when you're, <laughs> I could, I could, yeah. but it'd be a really expensive gadget to use once. So, Somebody was so if people don't know what it is, it's a Bluetooth, it's a waterproof Bluetooth speaker that looks like the the, the wish. It looks like a cruise ship. And they had these on the carnival cruise line like two years ago. And it looks like the carnival ship. And on the carnival ship, it was like 55 bucks. And somebody commented at that time, Disney Cruise Line should throw one more uh, uh funnel on this thing and charge three times as much. And they would sell these things like hotcakes because Disney fans are crazy. And what did they do? They put another funnel on that sucker, painted it like the Disney wish, and they're selling it for 170 bucks. <laughs> and here we are like, that thing is the coolest thing ever. I know. It's so, it's so funny, man. <laughs> but it, but it, looked, cool. it did look cool. Like I saw someone, you probably saw the same video of it, like floating in one of the, like the wish pools or whatever. I was like, this is awesome. Have some yacht rock playing coming out oh, of that yeah. thing. Like, oh man, perfect. <laughs> That is, I, God, I love unique stuff like that. That is, yeah. yeah. Nothing needs. So like I'm curious. I, I'm already like, like, oh my god, like I know the cruise is like paid for, but like I gotta save up like another like ridiculous amount of money for all the stuff I'm gonna buy on the sailing. I've been saving. I do love the cards. merchandise. I yeah, do. yeah. I, I, I'm just super excited to get there. You know, we've talked about this. I think on on many shows over the past 15 years, but one of the most exciting days. And again, the phone lines are open. This is the BOGP open lines. If you want to call us and talk to Disney, we can talk about anything. We're just kind of hanging out and hope you enjoy this. You know, we're trying to get you through a Thursday morning if you're on the feed or here kind of wrapping up the weekend. But this is your show. So come in to be a part of the conversation if you're in on this. I love waking up the morning of a cruise. There is nothing like that morning you wake up and you're like, dude, we are going to Port Canaveral. Yeah, I, the first thing oh. I do is I go to the Port Canaveral feed to see that the ship is there, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the best. Oh, I love it. There's something about that morning is, is the best. The other thing is too, like, do they still do this, Mike though? Um, do they still mail the tags? Like I love getting like the, the, the sale Mickey mail, like just telling you like, they Hey, do. your cruise is like in 20 days or whatever. You get like your luggage tags like that. They do about three, days too. about three weeks ahead. Yeah. But then, it, then you're just like, dang, I got to wait another three weeks. I like, know. come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of those, you know, just exciting times, man. It is super. And then, you know, when you're driving over, to, it's not that long of a drive, but it feels like it takes forever because it's like a boring drive on. I think it's called the beach line or whatever, you know, oh, getting yeah. there. And then you kind of start going over those like bridges over the banana river or whatever. And then you finally see, oh, you know, we always do this. I think I see the ship. You know, you see the funnel like over the first yeah. hill. And you're just like, oh, we're there. And so it, good. Takes the last BOGP cruise, we stayed near port actually post cruise. We came on 
just the down the night before and i ran around there and that was a cool run because you see like all the ships like lined up and like oh man like you want to talk about a morning where you're just like then you're just antsy like i just want to get on there now like i can see it right there like it's right there i can almost touch it like but it is a cool morning i think i did that too because we stayed at that hotel that the astronauts used to own the apollo we stayed at yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and i no kidding i ran all the way like i ran because this was like when i was like I had a problem back then. I ran way too much and I got up super early in the morning and ran on the beach for like, I think I ran like 12 miles that morning and dude, it's deceiving when you run on the beach and you're used to, because you can't judge distances, man. I, I ran all runs, the way yeah. up to the, I ran way up to the, the close to that ship. And I was like, I am way far away from the hotel now. And then you had to run around, turn around and come back. But the Cocoa beach is a cool place to run. Cause like, yeah, there were signs of like, they filmed, I dream a genie here and, I, that yeah. was a fun place, but yeah, running on the beach, by the way, is a tricky yeah. proposition. It's for a, a tricky thing guy. for me too. So like someone in our Facebook group posted, like they booked Ohana like that morning and that's great. Like I'm excited. Like they're going to go to the Polynesian. Cause like, you're just in the, like you yeah. said, man, you're like in the best mood that morning. Like I'm about to go sailing on Disney cruise line for the next four days. Like, you know, it's going to be so awesome, but th- I don't know how I feel about like yeah, the okay. giant meal because that. I've done this at Boma yeah. before. Like I had a huge Boma meal for breakfast and then we got to the ship and I'm like, Oh, I can't even like eat anything yet. <laughs> you no. know, like I, I stop eating at midnight and then I get on the <laughs> ship and I'm like, it's on. <laughs> but I do love the idea of like a character breakfast. I mean, that, that does sound no, nice. It right? does. Like, it's a awesome good way, way to it's... kick off the vacation. Oh, yeah. Like the cruise day. They don't want you. Getting I was just like, started. I was just not like, I would just not go crazy like on the extra bacon and extra eggs at Ohana and save a little bit when you get on the ship. I can't do that though. You know, so I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I get on, I'm just like, oh, bring it on. But uh, yeah, and two also, just so everybody knows, I think we talked about this on Wednesday's show, is that the check-in dates have changed over the last week they announced. So if you are, if you happen to be Pearl, which I think only that would probably affect Pam Forrester. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I think so. Um, that's 40 days or concierge. We actually have a guest uh, sailing, a couple guests sailing concierge with us. That'd be at 40 days. You can do your online check-in. Uh, if you are platinum, you can check in at 38, uh, gold 35. Um, silver is now 33 uh, days prior to the sailing. And uh, everybody else is still at 30 days. Yeah. Just so you have what's wild. They changed that. Like the day I made like a comment on a post. I was like, cause everyone was 30 days. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was like, and that 30 days is Memorial day, like that morning. So I was like, Hey, if you stayed up late, like Sunday night, which a lot of people have the next day off, go like, Hey, you could like stay up and like do your online check. And they changed it like that day. Then I felt kind of bad because that would only apply to, to gold members at that point. But, but yeah, I, I, as someone that, you know, has sailed Disney cruise line before, this is how it used to be too, right? You'd be used to be able to like check in early for your port arrival times and things. So I like the change. I think it's good. The, the, I will say the best part about being platinum, which I'm just platinum because I've just been, I, I sailed the mat, the magic, like in her first year. So I've just been sailing since 98. Like I haven't sailed a ton. I've just sailed consistently for 25 years. And the best part about being platinum, in my opinion, is that you're you get to you're automatically getting to sail or get board the ship with like concierge. So like you're automatically group one. So I'm like, yes, you don't have to worry yeah. about port arrival time. That's the best. Or did that change with the with the pearl? Probably no. Not, well, or? pearls oh. it didn't it didn't bump platinum out, but pearls also okay. in there. And then yeah, see, yeah. I would be. If, with pearl, I thought about the same thing, right? If I'm pearl, I'm like, well, what kind of perk is that? Like, because if you were Pearl, you would have had to have been platinum. <laughs> so exactly. that is no benefit at all because you were already getting that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah, about the same thing. Like, you know, I mean, they get other stuff at the end of the day. Everyone that paid for that cruise is getting you know, on the ship. I know, exactly. the documentation. Like make sure you got your birth certificate. I'm sure you'll do a podcast as we get closer. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, we're doing that. Things soon. you need to pack because you don't want to be in that situation where uh-huh. <laughs> you don't have your documentation I, to get on that ship. Like, right. We want everybody, we don't want to wave to anybody. Uh, you know, yeah. that'd be super sad. So, okay. So give us a call. The number's 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. I don't know if you saw this in the news uh, just yesterday as we're recording. The Liberty Belt, the Magic Kingdom broke down and just got what? stuck in the in the rivers of America and they had to evacuate it. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Which I, I thought that was pretty epic because I, you know, it, that's 
that's an attraction that I never thought would have to get evacuated. It seems pretty straightforward. You know, I, we all probably know it's on a track uh, yeah. under the water and just kind of scoops. We saw it like drained yeah. over like, like a year ago. I have tons of photos of it from the line of the haunted mansion. It was interesting. I saw a car driving on it actually at one point. Nice. Gonna, so I was going to ask you though, like what, so, uh, what's the most epic attraction either at Disneyland or Walt Disney world that you've been evacuated from? Um, close by to that area and which is under construction on going under a new theme. And that was splash mountain. I was evacuated on splash mountain right after you did like basically the whole thing. You're almost to like the zippity doodah scene. And uh, it was with my in-laws. It was like the first ride they did like on a trip. I was like, Oh my gosh, what kind like, of place is this? But like, I'm, I'm kind of psyched to though, because like, oh, as because us Disney fans like love that. And I'm thinking like, well, maybe my father-in-law is probably like, what is going on here? You know? But um, it was cool. So we got to walk like the zippity doodah scene and Elizabeth loves to tell the story like because we walked by a bluebird and she's like, I'm going to touch his beak. <laughs> so she Did she touch it? Bluebird's nose yeah, on the way out. <laughs> but that was kind of fun. I mean, I've done some other ones, um, some minor things, but that was, that was that's the real big one for me was, was Splash. How about you? Yeah, I, I see. And, and William saying Big Thunder, I have a picture of us getting evacuated and I want to say it was also splash going up the lift hill, but I posted it one day and somebody said it was either, it was either the opposite. It was either big thunder and it was splash or splash. It was big thunder. Oh, interesting. But I think it was splash going up the lift hill. It was one of those two though. And I just remember, yeah. cause there's, you know, there's stairs kind of built into, you don't, you know, they kind of blend in, but right there, you just basically stepped out of either. The, I'm pretty sure it was splash. Cause I think we got out yeah. of the log and you just kind I, of, you know, walk down the steps and they took you kind of like on a back little pathway and you got out. But it was yeah, the same way. I was like, yes, this is so, cool. so awesome. <laughs> we recently had a, um, a carousel of progress where, you know, <laughs> I've been there with you where we've seen the scene multiple times. I think we saw like the 40s or 50s scene like three times in a row. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And finally, like, okay, we got to evacuate. And then you exit and you're used to like when you exit the room, like your sight line there of like Tomorrowland. But we were like behind it. Like it was just so weird. Like you left the room and you're like, oh, what is this? It was like backstage. And then so you just kind of like walked around like the giant circle. So nothing super exciting, but it was cool. Like I think I saw like an astro orbiter rocket, like sitting back there under construction or something. Yeah. I, I love seeing stuff like that. I know. I, I think we all kind of get a huge kick out of that as Disney nerds to be able to get back there and kind of see, and really what it is, is just storage. A lot of times, you know, it's like, you're seeing, yeah. Oh, this is like a broken down car, you know, vehicle from this attraction that's next door. And we got good news. Speaking of that though, you know, a little news out for Disneyland. We got good news about uh, Mr. Toad and uh, Alice in Wonderland and well, not Peter Pan, but I think this Peter is good Pan's news. Peter Pan's going to be longer. Yeah. Longer. But I mean, those, those three big fantasy land attractions will not be down for long. I think they're going to be down really for just like a week. And so, man, yeah. I was worried because that's like the dead of summer. And those are, I mean, I didn't want to like build them up, but those are some of my favorite attractions at Disneyland and they were going down, but they're going to be back up. by like, I think it was like a week, like maybe less than a week. Yeah. It was quick. So let me ask you this. So what's, what would be a table service restaurant you guys would want <clears throat> post cruise? Now post cruise is tough to book ADRs for because, oh, we got a call. Never mind. Yep. We can answer that later. Look at that. Okay. Let's get the call here. I didn't have that set right. Hey, who's joining us? Thanks for calling in. Hey, Mike, this is Patrick calling from Buffalo. How you doing? Hey, good. How are things in Buffalo this evening? A uh, little wet this evening, but um, I don't know if, if Scotty can can uh, relate to this, but we've had some, some nice weather finally after like seven months of being stuck inside with a, yeah. with a two-year-old toddler and a four-month-old. So, uh, but... I mean, you all had like a crazy winter, though. There were some bad storms this winter there in Buffalo. So not as bad as you all, but yeah, (laughs) I can relate. Once every like 10 years, we'll have like the seven foot, you know, feet of snow dumped on us. But then we had the the Christmas blizzard, too, which there was like snow drifts that were taller than me in the the backyard and the the driveway. My snowblower couldn't even handle it. But um, I just keep telling myself the summers are worth it. So... Um, but after this past winter, that that's, that's becoming a bit of a harder sell. So <laughs> I hear you. I'm sure the summers are gorgeous there in Buffalo though. I can't imagine. It's probably like how it is here in Michigan, right? Like 70 to 80 degrees, like sunshine, like those are nice, but yeah, like, is it worth that sacrifice for those brutal winters? I don't know. I question myself too. T- Patrick. I don't know. 
<laughs> you know, and, and it, it, this was the first. So, like, our son is going to be two in August, and our daughter was born in December. And I never used to mind the winters because, um, you know, things slow down and you can kind of do some cooking and catch up on some shows. But, man, being in, stuck inside with a toddler for the last, like, six months, I mean, he was, like, essentially crawling the walls, you know, trying to get outside and, and play. So, I don't know. It's becoming a lot harder of a sell. Uh, like I said, to be uh, to be stuck here all winter, but certainly makes those Disney trips uh, that we have on the horizon seem a lot more um, uh, look a lot. So, Patrick, better. are you like me and so, like you like to go during the winter months, maybe just to escape it for a little bit, or do you like to go like? In the oh, that's going to be the plan. That's going to be the plan going forward. I mean, we have a trip coming up in in September, um, but then I think we're we're going to start going. Uh, at least once in the winter, but it's, if twice if we can swing it. My my wife and I navigated the gauntlet of of getting APs again back a couple weeks ago. So nice. so we got those. We'll probably activate them uh, September when we go, and then have a trip planned in January. And then I reached out to Mike a couple weeks ago. We're going to try to get something on the books once 2024 dates become available for March. So. Uh, so yeah. yeah, hopefully this upcoming winter will be a lot more tolerable than yeah. the past one. So and your your family's like at the perfect time for that. So right. I'll say that that's what we used to do. But then your kids start to get a little older; they're a little harder to pull out of school. So if you got the two year old and like the newborn and right. the toddler, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's that's the time to start taking those winter trips for sure. Yeah. So well, and that kind of segues into the question that I, I wanted to ask you guys. And my my wife posed the question to me, and I thought, what better of a of a duo of gentlemen to be able to help help me uh get the answer for we'll this see. So, we'll see yeah. so we're gonna be, we're, <laughs> we're, we're traveling down in september and then like i said we're we're staying off site in january and then um when 2024 dates become available we're gonna get a trip on the book so have you know three trips on hopefully planned uh for about a six month period starting in September. So we're bringing a stroller down, you know, we usually fly Southwest and, you know, uh, fly our stroller down in the car seats and all that stuff. So our son does really well in a car seat or in a stroller for stretches of time. But we're, what we're concerned with is once he gets out of the stroller and gets a little bit of freedom, it's like a battle trying to get him back into it. Yeah. So can you guys think of places in the park where, you know, it's good. We can get away from the crowds a little bit. Um, you know, the toddler can, our son can kind of stretch his legs, run around a little. Uh, didn't there used to be a playground in Epcot somewhere? There I don't is. know if that's still there, still there. I don't, with yeah. the construction. And... Yeah, it's over It's over behind. Uh, it's by between Test Track and uh, Creations that, you know, the old Mouse Gears okay. store. And it's awesome. And, and also over at Animal Kingdom, you got the dig site. Which I think is down right now. They're doing some refurbishments to it, but it you know hopefully it'll be back up I soon. Thought I saw and that. Magic Kingdom, you got yeah. like not that I encourage kids running around through the water area necessarily of Casey Jr., but that is a good area to like blow off some steam. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah, because I was I was thinking to the like the um the queue in Dumbo, but I'm like, how many times do I want to? You know, we get on the queue, we're waiting in line in that little play area, we ride Dumbo, then I feel like we're going to be riding Dumbo for like five <laughs> hours straight if we keep going on the ride and having to get back in line and going on the ride. And um, So that's a good call out. Maybe we'll bring a change of clothes and, and let them splash around in Casey Jr. for a little bit. So, no, but I, I bet you could um, go in that Dumbo queue and not even ride the ride. I bet you could just walk in there and not, Yeah, I would imagine you could just play. And, you know, that, that's that's a great hack because if it's hot or if it's raining, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. air conditioned and you could, you know, get a little juice into your phone and kind of sit there and relax for a few minutes. I mean, yeah, I, that's true. Yeah. And the studios yeah, used true. to have that, um, bugs. Oh, life. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, the, I think every, every park really should have a kid's playground I know. because, and I know here's the thing. I know some people say, and I kind of used to think this, like playgrounds or like McDonald's, you know, or like a Burger King, you know, like the Playland or whatever. But the thing is, when you are a parent, and I think, you know, maybe people that don't have kids might say that. And I even thought that myself. But when you have a kid that is a, a toddler age, 
they just you can't expect them to sit in a stroller all day or to stand in lines, you know, and to, then to sit in a you know on a roller coaster or sit in a boat for Small World or what have you, sit on a train. They need to burn off energy, and everybody benefits mm-hmm. from that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even yeah. even the yeah. you know the, the grandma and grandpa that are just there to go to food and wine festival, they're going to benefit from your two year old running around in that playground for 20 minutes and burning off all that energy. Everybody wins. The and they're, and they're nice areas the too. Like, car with us, they're also going to benefit from <laughs> exactly, how they're burning yeah. off a little bit of energy yeah. too. Yeah. And then you're talking about like the McDonald's and the Burger King, but that's not equivalent. No, though. no, you know it's what I mean? not at all. Like, people don't nicer. think that though. Yeah. Like the Boneyard is one of the nicest like right. areas I've ever seen. Like that thing is so nice. Um, what's funny? I was thinking well, about what my- Hollywood Studios one was too. I was thinking the Disney Junior area. Then my friend who's listening just texted. She was like, "The Disney Junior Dance Party area, Hollywood Studios is a good area too." And that's absolutely right because yep, yep. they can just kind of run around. Oh, right that's a that. good call out. My my wife went to. She's told me like she has like memories of of I can't remember what year she would have gone to Hollywood Studios, but she the only memory she has from Disney World is is when she went when she was younger. Was that I think it was what the Honey I Shrunk the Kids uh, play area or yeah. something like that in Hollywood Studios and and I'm you know I'm kind of like the Disney person in our uh, in our marriage and I'm like they never had that there you know you, you must have dreamt it and then now I've seen pictures of it and it was like a legitimate like it was nice so I I think every park should have you know something like that I know on a, a couple of weeks ago Mike and and I know it's different but you know you you describe kind of that new area that's in um what's a toontown and in, in disneyland that is awesome um, that's next where it's level just kind of an open yeah you know i know there's no real playground there but it's an open area for you know that's kind of secluded and has a little bit of shade for for some of the little ones or to burn off some steam or you know uh, the big kids you know to close their eyes like you and uh yes. you know rest <laughs> up and and uh you know recharge your batteries a bit so you know maybe they'll move more towards that um you know as they're kind of you know rehabbing some of the parks and stuff like that so yeah toontown at disneyland is next level the way they thought of everything because there is actually a playground area for the little ones to actually play on some some like little stuff in one area there's a kind of a like a you know place for kids that have sensory issues that just need dark and quiet. Mm-hmm. It's in the very back corner, you know, where there was really hardly anybody. That's where you could take a nap if you needed it. That's where I would go. But I mean, in that same right. land, in that same land, at the same time, there's an e-ticket attraction in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway right. Railway. You know, so it's not like it's a wasted. There's nothing back there. They they threw an e-ticket in there, and there's also two places to get you know really good snack foods. There's a kitty roller coaster like Barnstormer. You know, I mean, it's. It's very well developed, but there's a lot going on, but it's, it's just good use. Like, and there's just, the kids can run around like a mad person back there and burn off energy at the same time. It's, it, it's really wild. It's next level. The way they kind of really thought about a whole bunch of, you know, concerns that parents have and every, a lot of things were addressed and it was really forward thinking, I thought, but you know, I, I think you're, I, I like the way you're thinking about this now, because by thinking about this now, you're assuring that your family's going to have good trips as you go down over the next year. Because, you know, when you don't think about this stuff and like, oh, man, my kid's so crabby, you know, three days into a Walt Disney World right. vacation. Well, it's because they've been sitting in a stroller for three days. You know, you can't expect that. That's not natural. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's like you guys have have said a lot on the show, you know, going with a, you know, we took our son when he was six months old and then we were in Disneyland last fall when he was, had just turned a year and it's a different ball game taking like a, like an infant versus, you know, traveling and doing stuff with a toddler. So yeah, just trying to get in front of it, you know, and, and, you know, check off, uh, make sure we're covered for everything. But, uh, um, appreciate the the feedback. I know you guys got to run. Um, just want to say, love everything you do. I've been a listener since I think 2016, since That's my awesome. wife and I were planning nice. our first trip. So, awesome. you know, really love the, the, the call-in shows that have been going on the past couple of years. They really helped through some of that bleakness uh, of COVID. So you guys do a great job. You should be very proud of it. And, uh, and really, again, appreciate the feedback. That's so awesome. I appreciate this. Have a good night. Hey, I, I know it takes hey, a lot of time to listen and I, that, that means a ton to me. Go ahead, Scotty G. Hey, I was just to say, Hey Patrick, are you a football fan by chance? 
I, I am, I'm, I'm a long suffering Bills fan okay. uh, here in Buffalo. So, yeah. So. so, so I can relate as a Lions fan. I just wanted to tell you the Bills actually yeah, are my can. AFC team. So maybe I'm the reason why they can't get, <laughs> they can't win a Super Bowl. But I do love the Bills. I love me some Bills Mafia. So good luck to you this year. Well, th- thanks, Scott. And pick a new team, would you? I mean, I would like at least one, and then maybe you can climb back on. Okay. After we win this year, you know, you feel free to climb back on the bandwagon. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll. One. Yeah, I'll switch to it. Maybe I'll switch to the Kansas City. You know, they can. We could use them to not win again. So, or yeah, Cincinnati. Jinx somebody else for this year, and then we look forward to welcoming you back in 2024. So <laughs> sounds like a fun. Would that be epic? Like a Lions, like Bills Super Bowl. Like that would just be like unbelievable. I feel like. The way sports it, 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 it could happen. It could happen. Yeah, it yeah. could totally happen. So, I like I like Josh Allen. Strong, he seems like so. a good. He seems like a good guy. I'm a Josh Allen fan for sure. He he's a small town guy, and you know what? Anybody that embraces you know Buffalo the way that he has is 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 good in my book. So uh, agreed. So we love him up here, and uh, yeah. So. Um, all right, guys, we'll be good. Appreciate it again. <laughs> and uh, Mike, Mike, I'll be talking to you soon about those 2024 hey, dates. Hey, I'm just and, waiting for uh, Disney to give me the high sign, man. They're, they're dragging their feet as always. Come on now. Let's go. Always. It's time to get I to know. work. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Have I a good know. one, buddy. Take good talking to you. Now. Don't be a stranger. All right, have a good week. All right. All right. See you. Yeah. All right. All right, so I'm good. waiting on 2024, too, because... I'm out of well, you know the story, Mike. I'm out of DVC points, I <laughs> so I need I need something for January, like that first week. <laughs> we got to get. I mean, we're going to Disneyland in January too. Can you believe I know. it? Uh, I know. But we're gonna do a full week. I think of all this one. I think we're gonna do like New Year's because I'm uh, out see, that whole you're week. Crazy if you're doing. I cannot do that. I gotta. Uh, no way. Anyway, we gotta. <laughs> She's out that whole week. Yeah, I know, but still, I can't afford to do all that, man. We're going to I Disneyland. I know, I know. But I can't remember the last. It's been a while since I've seen Epcot New Year's Eve, man. I know it has been. You'll just have to Facetime me. All right, Brooke's on the line. I believe she's out in Cincinnati. Brooke, what's going on? Hi, guys. Yep, I'm calling in after Flying Pig Race weekend. Um, it was fantastic. Definitely a challenge, but it was so fun to be with some lizards and get to hang out and run together. Um, couldn't ask for anything more. That was great. Congratulations on another half. I You might not have been hurting earlier. I actually gave you a little shout out. I was super proud of you seeing you cross that oh, line yeah. today. So that's right. a good job today. Thank you. It was, I mean, you know, I'm new to this whole running thing, but um, it was a challenge, I guess. So the, the full marathon people, they had over 1,200 feet of elevation gain. And half marathoners had over 800 feet of elevation gain. So that was the big challenge that combined with the thunderstorms, lightning, and rain. <laughs> so once, once you were done the first couple of miles, you were just soaked, saturated from head to toe. And then that was it for the rest of the time. <laughs> um, so but me and Mike were talking was, about running this race sometime. And now that you told the elevation yeah, game, like, now, I'm like, <laughs> now I'm doubting it. No, I know, no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I, I know that part of the world is hilly and you just uh, reinforce that. And I'm like, pass. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think I realized how much it was when I signed up. Uh, it's um, Appalachian. My concept of Ohio is like middle Ohio, not Kentucky yeah. border, Ohio. Um, but I mean, it was a, it was a challenge and we finished it. I mean, all the lizards did great. Um, yeah, it was, it was something <laughs> I'm sure I will compare races to this, you know, going forward forever. Cause it was, it was so unique for me coming from a flatter part of the country. I, d- I just saw the radar <laughs> this morning as I was walking on my very dry and very flat treadmill <laughs> and I was not running. I was just walking and reading the news and I saw people saying, they're sending people out in this. And I said, they're probably not going to send people out in odd. this. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it makes you appreciate the weather forecasting of Disney. Well, um, it, it, you know, I, they do that. Race directors in general, I think. I think race directors in general, because the thing is, you you are in a no win situation in that spot because you have this whole course right. laid out. You have all these volunteers already probably there. You have, I mean, so many yep. resources deployed for a full marathon. So you got stuff scattered over 26 miles, you know, water stops and you got, I mean, and if you call it off, 
Cause you can't, you can't just postpone like a race. Usually it's either it happens or it doesn't, you know, you don't do it the next day. Yeah. It's like a ball game. It's just, and you don't do it that year. Yep. People's safety is the top priority. But yeah, Exactly. Safety's yeah. number one. But I mean, you know, you, you got to try to get it to go if you can think you can get people out safely. But yeah, if there's a question, you can't. And then people are mad. It's just, yeah, yeah it's I a mean, tough yeah, spot. 20,000 people, are doing, you know, it's, it's a hard position to be in. I don't envy that job. No, I don't either. <laughs> Um, but it seems like everything was fine and everyone was safe today. So that's good. That is good. And also I want to shout out, it seems like there was quite a crew over in Pittsburgh, which is just a couple hours east of where I am here in Cincinnati. And it looks like there was at least half a dozen lizards there doing, um, the marathon today. I think, I think there I know there was a half. I'm guessing there was a full two. Yeah, there was. I think there is. That's um, one that's on my list too. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that? that Pittsburgh one too. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try the half there. The half looks like it hugs the river more. Um, mm-hmm. The full definitely goes up into Oakland. I went to college in Pittsburgh, so that would also definitely be a fun one for me to return to. But um, but I think that would be a great one. It seems like a good number of lizards go out there. Um, we should get a group there next year. I'm just, I'm just, ra- I'm raced out by May. That's my problem. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a well, winter I- runner. <laughs> so I, one thing that was awesome about Marathon Weekend was that it solidified my in my mind that like I would not even think about applying for um, springtime because I'm I'm that's too hot for me I couldn't I couldn't do it I'm just it's not my my style so so I can maybe do the the May races up here in the Northeast. I don't um, know. It gets, it, but, uh, by the way, yeah, but you, you want to know what the temperature? Okay, you yeah. say up here in the Northeast, but I mean we're in the Midwest. You know what the temperature was here today. And it could just be the same in Cincinnati. It was 91 here today in St. Louis. So, and it was, there was, it was 86% humidity. So like the heat index was like 97. So just picture that. I mean, that'd have been miserable. Honestly, today, if it was not raining, I mean, I think it was raining at least 75% of the time I was running, um, which made you cool. Like I was very, very cold finishing um, the race or I was anyway, I would have been, really hot because it was very humid it was probably the upper limits if it had been dry i would have been at the upper limits of what i could have handled um because for me like mid to upper i think it was like mid 70s um i don't know if it was that at race time but that was hum- humid humidity Oof, is tough that's me. yeah that's um, that's hot for but, me <laughs> but so i learned i learned about um leg cramps which i had never experienced in my training or um any races i've done I think it was the hills, and I think the rain distracted me from my drinking. Um, I always, for the longer runs, I drink scratch or noon, and I just sip on it throughout the, the early part of the race, and I didn't, I think I was distracted, um, and I didn't have enough of it, so I got light cramps, and so it was a little disappointing, because I had a, I literally had to slow myself down. I couldn't do anything faster than a shuffle um, for the second half of the race, or else I cramped, <laughs> and yeah, I even cramped it. at the very end. I might have shouted some choice words at the photographer as I crossed the finish line because it hit me at that second. So it'll be interesting to <laughs> the finish there. Um, Every picture has but, a story. Yeah, but all in all, even with, despite that, it was such a great weekend. It was a great weekend. That's what it's and about. And then really That's quickly, great. before I let you guys go, I got an annual pass for the first time in my life. There you um, go. So I'm excited about it. Just the way the schedule works, the race schedule um, I don't think I can uh, go down for marathon weekend by myself again without having another week plan with my daughter. So that's, you know, that that's all due. And because of that, I'll, I'll do the annual pass. So I'm really nice. excited. I like it. I like it's that idea. Exciting, yeah. It's exciting to have. I mean, it's just cool to, mm-hmm. it's like you're in the club kind of. I miss the Mickey monitor. Yeah. I was talking about this with some friends over the weekend. Like remember the Mickey monitor, yep. like they would yep. mail out, like, like I don't know. Like no, I, don't. I mean, it was a silly thing that I probably just like threw away most of the time. But like Same. I liked getting yeah. it. Though. I did too. I did too. It was a cool little magazine. All right, yeah. we're gonna so safe oh, ride home and congratulations once again and go dry out and hit throw all that stuff Thank in the dryer. You. That's craziness. <laughs> I'm a baby. I couldn't have done it. You're tougher than I am. There was one for the book for me. <laughs> there you go. Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in less right. than two months. Awesome, we're, not long. We're proud of you. We'll thank, see you soon. All right, and thank you all the lizards, all Absolutely. the posting and everything. It keeps us going. So 100%. You, we'll see you in less than two months.
All right. All bye. Right, see you. Bye-bye. That's right. Less than two months. That's right. All right. We have another call. They're roll- they always start rolling in right like quarter till. I, I, I don't know. know. We should just start then. We have another call. Who's joining us? Hey, this is Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. What's going on? Where are you calling from? Hey, um, the Charlotte, North Carolina area. That'll work. We take calls from Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. Say hello to Scott. For a half a second, Elizabeth, hey, I thought Scott, you might have been my you? wife. For a half a second, I thought you were my wife, and she was going to say, like, hey, tell Scott dinner's almost ready. I just, like, I had this, like, vision, but uh, that is not the case. How are you doing tonight, Elizabeth? I'm doing great. Thanks. So what's going on? Well, um, Saturday, I'm taking my family of 11 uh, to the Orlando area to Disney World. Yes, eleven. That a big, that's a nice crew. That is a crew. You got ma- do you guys at yeah, least we have, have, uh, have matching shirts? We have six daughters, and um, we uh, three of them have significant others. So it's going to be my husband and I, our six daughters, and three sons-in-law. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your so your husband has six daughters. Yeah, and so do I. Ironically, well, yeah. I'm just saying because I'm the dad. <laughs> so Scott, so I'm just looking at it from the dad. Lord have mercy. I have two. I can't imagine having six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll take uh, two and really even one, as Scott probably knows, takes all your time and energy oh, yeah. and resources. So um, six can't take any more. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> I think it depends on how well they're spread out, too, because then like an older one can kind of help out at some point, I feel like. Right. I mean, like it's got to become like a, a team effort at some point. Definitely, definitely. It's a partner system. We had uh, we had three in our first three years of marriage, and they're 22, 23, and 24 now. And then five years later, we had another set of three, and they're now uh, 13, 14, and 17. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I mean, see, I have like, I have like one in each of those like <laughs> ranges. I have the 26 and the 15. So, but I don't have the, right. the other, so the other pairs. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine having four more. Holy smokes. That'd be wild. I think that's awesome. Well, it is all, no, it's a totally awesome. I'm just saying, God bless you guys. Yeah. So what, what do you have planned? <laughs> what do you, what, what's the big, uh, what are you looking forward to? This is going to be epic. I hope you have memory maker, right? You got to have memory maker. Cause you got to get these photos. Right. Right. Well, we're celebrating my 50th birthday. I turned 50 in a few weeks. So we're going to be celebrating that. Um, and uh, one question I had, you might have seen it in the chat. We are going to Hollywood Studios on Wednesday, and we want to see Fantasmic. It's at 9 o'clock, but we noticed that Hollywood Studios is open until 10, and we are wondering if we can, uh, when, once Fantasmic is over, if we can exit and go back into the park so we can squeeze in another ride. God, I'm trying to think because sometimes they or do, do they kind of force you. They do, the sometimes exit. they do kind of corral you outside, I think. So that's the thing. So like, mm-hmm. but I think I might go to the kind second show, out, but it depends but. if you go to the second show that, that ends after the park closes. I think if you go to the first show, they might, because I think there's usually a nine and like a 1030 show or not. There's a, there's, there's a, a show, 1030 that, show, but I'm guessing that's for X ex, for the extra hours, right? No, there's a no, show might, you can go to. Yeah, there's a show you can go to as a regular guest after the park closes. I okay. think because okay. I've gone to the show, it's not like an extra like party guest, and you can go to that mm-hmm. one. And that one, obviously, they do just dump you right out of the park. But I think if you go to that yeah. first show, yeah, you can go back. They, they kick and, you on yeah. like Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, they kick you out on no on, the, on sunset. I think sunset. Sunset. Yeah, yeah, sunset. yeah, yeah. I think you can. Yeah, I'm sunset. pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it okay, just depends on how quickly they clear that theater because I've been into some slow loading right. or slow exiting. So I would be like, try to be like in the back of the theater almost, maybe so that you're one of the first ones out. If like that at the makes top. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's an excellent point. You're right to be to be kind of at the top. Um, we're going to do that. And another, something that we've never done in our, you know, probably 20 visits as a family to Walt Disney World is. We've never been to Trader Sam's at uh, the Polynesian. Any tips for trying to get into there? We're hoping to go on Mother's Day. Okay. That'd be a Sunday. So so trying to go next week, all 11 of you trying to go? Yeah, we were thinking we would separate into parties of like two, three, or four. 
Okay. I just, I mean, I, I think a Sunday is a popular day with like locals kind of with that too. So like they, they're at the magic kingdom and they okay. come over and like their goal is trader Sam. So they line up kind of early. So I would just say like, try to get there. Well, like three o'clock maybe. <laughs> and just put yeah, I'm trying to think what list. time they open. Is it four? I think they open at three. Do you know, do they three. start taking names like an hour early? You think they maybe do. Two. People yeah. start lining up early. Yeah. So that would be my strategy. Maybe get there like at one thirty, maybe yeah. even. Okay. Okay. It's we worth it. I mean, that's the thing is it it's is a time it. totally investment, but it's worth totally it. worth it. It is such a cool place on the, of course you can also have drinks on the outside, but you want to be on the inside. The experience is inside the yeah. bar. Yeah. That's what I so, hear. So, yeah. I mean, it, it just depends on like how you want to prioritize your day. Like if that is like really important to you, like where you're willing to sacrifice some time, right. Or sacrifice some part time. Like I highly recommend Elizabeth to get there early and talk to the cast okay. member they'll be standing up there might already be like a line forming hopefully not hopefully you get there early enough and then yeah just get your name on the list so um yeah and hopefully then you can call us from trader sands as we're doing a live show because right. i would love to hear it i know seriously <laughs> okay i'll have to keep that in mind that'd be a cool mother's day that'd be a that'd be a really right yeah that'd be fun mm -hmm. that's it is a neat place and it's more fun with a group too that'd be even better okay great yeah so someone just commented, I'm sure you'll see it like after you hang up though, but someone, uh, Julie commented that they started lining up just after 1 PM last summer and they were first at the bar when it opened, just to give you an idea, but like that could change. Right. I mean, it just happened. That's how sure. it worked that day for them, but no, that's good. So now are you guys staying on site? We are not. I mean, with a group like that, yeah. um, we did, yeah. we rented a, a, a large house. It's a good idea. Well, I like yeah, that idea. idea. <laughs> yeah, that many people. Yeah, that yeah we sense. do like to stay on site. I love Art of Animation, um, and we did stay at Art of Animation last year. But um, since we're taking everyone, um, yeah, we're going to stay off site this time. Save a little money and spend it at uh, Trader Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> With Sam's, though, so if you're driving or if you have multiple cars, like it could be tough about letting you park there just for Sam. So you might have to like come from like the magic kingdom area or whatever and like like hop on a monorail to get there or or a boat just well, that's the plan we have i have a large we uh we're bringing a large like 15 passenger van i think we're just going to park at the ttc yep. and take Perfect. the monorail in. it's an attraction um yep. in and of itself so i think that's the plan. even from the ttc you could even walk to the yeah, polynesian from there too though but yeah okay okay sure this is going to be an epic trip. You're bringing the church van and, uh, I, I love that. I know. Like we always, Mike and I always joke about awesome. that because I always run a vehicle on our trips <laughs> and Mike great, always right? wants me to get that. So I can just haul around like our little exactly. members of our running team and we'll stuff. pick yeah. people up, you know, get in the van. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Hop on in. There's right. plenty of room. That's going to be I fun. I love this idea. It's going to be a fun 50th birthday. You got mother's day too. Like, with your six daughters, the sons-in-law, like I love it. It's gonna be epic. I'm telling so you, 1973 was a good year. A lot of us celebrating pretty good year. A, a, a lot of big 50th birthdays this year. I'm hearing 83 is a nice year too. <laughs> no, I hear you. I'm just saying, <laughs> a lot of people celebrating 50th birthdays this year. I'm, uh, I'm thinking. So, yeah, I I have one myself coming up this year later on. So oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, good for you. Yes. I think it's I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to my fifties. <laughs> Me too. My forties. Hey man, I hadn't I hadn't run a lick by the time I was in my you know when I started my forties and that was my best uh, best decade. So who knows what the fifties have in store? I'd, probably not as much running. I can That's, tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I started running in my late thirties. I've done all the Disney races multiple times, and um, I thought I was done. I was nearing fifty, and I thought I was done, but. Um, Unfortunately, I listen to this podcast too much, and so I've kind of got the bug again, and I've started back at it. So you never know, Mike. Don't blame us. <laughs> oh, I'm totally blaming you guys. You should. I, I I can no longer sneak up on anybody because when I come up the stairs, I sound like a popcorn machine. <laughs> Just like uh, my knees, <laughs> my knees are shot. <laughs> I've done too much. But no, congratulations! Are you guys gonna have an awesome trip? And uh, you have to give us a call. Hopefully, yeah. you know from Trader Sam's next Sunday. At least when you get back, unless not goes. I'm selfishly gonna ask though. Like, will, do you have like an Instagram or something? Thanks, guys, for the help. Yeah. Do you have an Instagram or something? Like, I want to follow along. Like, I think this is going to be, this awesome. is going to be like, an epic like, trip. Uh, yeah. Like with the yes, 11 I, adults It will almost. be an epic trip and I follow both of you. So I will, I will comment or message both of you. That way if I post Sounds anything good. fun, you'll Please be able do. to see it. 
Please do. Well, hey, happy it. birthday early and have an awesome time and a safe uh, trip down. Thanks. Same to you, Mike. All righty. We'll see you. Happy Mother's Day, too, by the way. Thanks so much. Have a good night, guys. All right, Appreciate we'll see you it. Later. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That, that sounds awesome. awesome. That is. Like, that's, I hope they get in. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly, I mean, like, they have the three, like, teenagers, too, so, which is a Disney adult. So, I mean, they're, they got a big group with, the, yeah, it's going to be. But here's the thing, right? The Trader Sam's. With those teenagers, but they have the three older siblings, like. Yeah. They're pretty much like older kids. Yeah. You know, and with the Trader Sam's, like it might just be like you the three teenagers just go outside, you know, <laughs> like let the let the adults in. That's true. That's true. Like we can only get six people in. We'll beat it, kids. You gotta go yeah. over to uh Captain Cook's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the sons in laws will go with them too. Like just bring the daughters in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you guys don't make the cut. You're you're yeah. out. You're out. <laughs> the, the dad's like, you know, I like you guys, but I don't like you that much. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would do yeah. <laughs> i'm like we'll see you in two uh, hours funny. can't get you in well good show scott we uh we, you know had some fun just talking at the beginning of the show about the podcast crews and our plans but man the callers came through in the end they sure did um like you said it's something about that when it gets quarter two everyone's ready maybe they're finishing up dinner or what it is or but or maybe like the algorithm is working where it's hitting people's like i don't know i don't try to okay last question real quick from Catherine here in the live chat for a rest day do you recommend staying at the riv pool or going to a water park rest day would be a pool day you're especially if you're staying at the riviera right if you really want to recover because even though a water park is that's a rest day too i mean considering how intense a park day can be but to me though like you got a park you got to walk up there and there's a lot you gotta find a seat there's a lot of walking at a water park i I mean seriously like water parks if you're like a slide person they can forget about it there's nothing resting about that no there's nothing i mean they're fun wade and emily and hugh man were like going slide (laughs) after slide at typhoon man i was like a water park's like boot camp <laughs> i'm just yeah. saying like i mean they're fun but they're yeah. i think sometimes a water park is more taxing than going to like epcot yeah it's crazy. And go to the quiet pool i mean it's weird at the riviera like the pools are like right next to each other so it's like weird calling one the quiet pool but it is quieter it doesn't have the slide and all that i absolutely love that pool so both well, are good though and it looks so and you got any got bar riva right there too like hmm the Riviera did such a good job with that, that quiet pool too, because it just looks so inviting. Like when you're walking by like a Prima Piatto or just walking past, just oh, passing yeah. through, you're just like, God, that pool looks so good. The hot tub there too. <laughs> if it, if it, it depending so on how the weather is, you might want to indulge in that hot tub too. Yeah, absolutely. Never know. All right. We're going to have some great shows this week. So hope you'll join us. We'll have listener questions on Wednesday. And of course, Friday, we will have a round table discussion on a fun Disney topic, but of course, our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. You know what to do. Swing by the website, themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the site again, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's over at brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who allow us to put these shows out three to four times a week, each and every week. And if you'd like to join us on Patreon and get that bonus show every week, it's called Mike in the Midwest. Coming over this week, we'd love to have you at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media. He is a great follow. Lots of fun over there on Instagram and Twitter at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Do it now. Give me a follow as well at be our guest, Mike. I would love to talk to you this week, too. And of course, join us next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central here on Facebook and YouTube, and we will talk to you and take your calls and give us a call before quarter till next week because that's the best part of the show talking to you guys but don't wait so long don't be shy we don't bite we just love talking to you all right we're going to jump out of here hope you have a great sunday night or thursday if you're listening on the feed we appreciate you so very much it's always fun talking disney with you so for scott i'm mike wishing you a great sunday or thursday stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you real soon You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.